everybody, welcome to Conversations in Coffee, episode number four, with a very interesting guest, Sam Doran. Sam, thank you so much for coming on, brother. Thank you for giving me your time. I'll let Sam introduce himself for people that don't know who he is. Um, He's a good friend of mine. I've known him for a year or two now, and consider him a pretty good friend, especially for taking out the time and and chatting to me and sharing his journey and his story to where he's got now. So Sam, you might give us a little bit of a background about... Yeah, no worries, man. Um, me, I'm a, a dreaming lad, true and true. Unfortunately, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but um, coming from Drimna, I think um, I think you're, you're you're set off with that stereotype yeah, straight yeah. away, and it's like it's either you get into that or you don't get into that. Yeah, so yeah. I was fortunate with my upbringing. I was like I didn't have a worst upbringing. I didn't yeah. have the best one either. Good parenting, yeah, yeah. So I had literally one man. Now that so it's just like yeah, whatever you deal with it, like hardship comes your way mm-hmm. either way. So growing up in Germany, you're just like you grow up and you're just you're thrown out on the streets, but you're not thrown out on the streets kind of that way. In it's the like, deep end, almost yeah, you've got to learn for yourself type thing. Yeah, yeah it's like your ma kind of wants you to go out and fend for yourself, but then she kind of doesn't, and it's yeah, just yeah. like well, you have to. Kind so of then, when is this how you kind of got into MMA? Then the first place, or was that just um, random? No, random. Yeah, we didn't even like. I didn't even know anything yeah, about yeah. MMA. To be honest with you, I just grew up a little rough and tugging and just like yeah, yeah, scrapping, and it's just like. It, it, yeah. does, it didn't appear. You didn't know the fundamentals of kind of different types of mixed martial arts or boxing or anything like that. No, no, no. we didn't have a clue. Free man. for all. Was I it, didn't yeah. even I didn't even know who I was as a person. Yeah. Just went around angry all the time, hitting yeah. things, and it's just like built up anger or whatever. Yeah. So then, did MMA obviously help you then kind yeah, of just release point. that anger and stress then? So I was actually strangely enough growing up. Uh, I was always involved in sports, so like I was a big guy head. You were in Dreamer Castle, were you? Yeah, I was in Dreamer Castle. Were you and Dylan Frears here and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, Lee, so Lee Hammond would have been the year below us. Below, so yeah. It would have been Dylan and actually Lee that would have been the first ones to like do jiu-jitsu. And yeah. I'm like, what's that? Even though the SBG Long Mile was only across the way from, from the us, school. From the school. And yeah. I remember on a half day on a Wednesday, I used to meet some of the lads at the Coconut. Um, I wasn't in Drimna Castle, so I went to oh, went McDaris. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah I was at the Temple Og McDaris. Very but, um, very <laughs> <laughs> but our uniform was very like Drimna Castle's uniform. So I used to get the 150 to the Crumlin shot to the Crumlin Hospital and walk across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Lee Hammond would have his his bag on his back with his mat and everything, and he'd be going straight over to to SBG on the half day. And Dylan would be going over as well. And we we used to look and we'd be like what's that? And they, they'd be like, it's MMA. And we'd be like, what's MMA? We'd no idea. And then obviously then with Conor McGregor and the whole kind of, yeah. I don't know how, when it was put on the platform and everybody was able to yeah. see a kind of um, bigger, bigger scope, we understood them. But they were doing it from the get-go. And yeah. you, you kind of were seen and, and didn't really know if it was your type of... Yeah, I was kind of sceptical. So I was kind of like the typical lad. I've done football, mm. I've I done hurling, I've done rugby, I've done mm. everything, man. And then. I was real gas, so what, what happened to me was, I don't know what it is, it's kind of like, you either, it, like we were exchanging texts last night where we were like, you know, it's, it's either in you or it isn't in you. Mm. So I, I think, fire. yeah, I think growing up in Drimnet and Crumlin, the D12 area, I think it's either, it makes you or it breaks you. Mm-hmm. So either some people go the route where it's like, no, I'll go get me nine to five job, I'll sit behind the desk and mm-hmm. I'll keep it comfortable mm-hmm. because I've struggled enough and I don't want to struggle anymore. Mm-hmm. But those people don't realise resisting that struggle you're allowing more struggle into you because mm-hmm. you're holding that resistance and you're vulnerable yeah 100%. and i think though as well like a lot of people probably the problem with me before was as well your comfort zone 
Because if you find that comfort zone, whether that's working nine to five and then coming in and just sitting and watching Netflix and eating a load of crap and yes. ordering a takeaway, yes. that's your comfort zone. And you zone. have that there, like, it's grand, yeah. yes. Like, so you're doing that you. Monday to Friday, then the weekend comes around, you might go out and then, you know, you, you consider what's a good night out is just getting absolutely hammered. The next day, the sure. Sunday, then more, eating more, eating more. You know, no physical activity during the week because you're too tired from no, work. But no yeah. mental stimulation. Exactly. And you find that comfort zone and then you go, right. I don't want to leave this and that's the worst thing you can do because even with me setting up this podcast I think you know I'm putting myself out of my comfort zone by doing this because I have to go home I have to edit I have to produce yeah. it I have to meet with people that responsibility yeah man. you know there's probably questions I wouldn't ask you off camera and then I get to ask you now and I get to learn more yeah. about you and it's an opportunity and I think what you're saying with your comfort zone you kind of found MMA you threw yourself out there, you were like, right, I'm probably not going to be this good at this. And I might think, you know. <laughs> I got absolutely murked, man. Man, look at you now. You, you know, only when I come up here now, you have got your own classes. You've got, you know, your own kind of portfolio built up where you've got clients. Mm. You do one-on-ones. You're the physical therapist here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is, that's a senior role. Head, yeah, head therapist here as well. That's a big, so, big role. Like, it's, it's, it's kind of weird, like, because it's kind of like uh, full spectrum for me. So yeah. it's like full circle. Because, mm-hmm. like, the guy is, like, the guys here, you have Paddy, you have Joey, you have Dino, you have Simon McAvoy downstairs. These are all guys that like I grew up looking at in the circle. Yeah. So it's kind of like so I'll link it back. So right, when I grew up, I was playing guy, and I was like, oh, I always wanted to be something. I always wanted to be something. I didn't know what. I just wanted to be the best I could possibly be. I wanted to be successful. Find a craft and then just find succeed in it. Yeah, and that's how you find that one thing that lights you up, and it's just like. I'm just, I'm going all the way, don't even care, tunnel vision, you go straight for it. Mm-hmm. So, yada, 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 get into Ga, and then we got a new manager as well, when we were about 14, 14, 15, and mm-hmm. it was kind of like, he got us in, and he was actually from Drimnet himself. Funny enough, he was in a, a wheelchair. He actually played Ga himself, and he ended up crippling himself on a holiday one time. Locked there, we jumped into Crazy. a deep, deep, the shallow end of a pill, crippled himself. All he wanted to do was, become a guy coach then afterwards just so that he could give back to the guys mm. that he felt like pursue he, what he would have ideally liked himself so 100%, help other yeah. people that journey and that's exactly what we do here we offload on to the next generation and help anybody that comes through the door but what happened to me there was so we had kind of trust issues had social anxiety and i didn't really know like i thought everybody was able to get me when it's like it was only really in my head yeah okay it's, you were your own worst enemy yeah it's me it's my own ego mm-hmm. so that's when you have to get that separation between your ego and your consciousness but this is the thing i didn't understand that as a kid especially but, how are you th- but then again you go back to when you said like you know you lived at home with your mom you weren't being told probably you know you didn't probably have a, a kind of a, a man telling you this is what it's like, this one, no. you're gonna grow up and you're going to be this person. Yeah. So really and truly, you, you've done it all yourself. I did, you know, I the did. best part yeah, of it, yeah. you did. Like, I mean, you're out there, you've accepted that there's, there's an ego and there's, there's, you know, consciousness and you're accepting that you didn't know what it was, but you do now. Mm. And probably some people's problems is, and probably my own included, is we're stubborn to, I know, and we just kind of push that off and, yeah. and forget about it. That's your ego though. You know, that's also your ego, yeah. And I, I feel like, the fact that you can accept your flaws and accept that right i'm wrong in this case this is something that you know i need to work on i mean you're already 50 percent there once you accept this is what's wrong i think if the moment that you say if you go into a conversation and say this this person they know nothing or they have nothing to offer me you have to go into each engagement and each encounter with an open mind and look at that person as if they have something to offer you and you can gain something from them Mm -hmm. not being like selfish to the point where it's like oh we want that off that person it's not it's 
if you're not open and expansive to the point where you constantly want to grow, okay, so you can regress, but what's the point in regressing? You're only going backwards. Mm-hmm. Why not go forwards in life? Mm-hmm. Life's always you're gonna, gonna fall, fall forward. Life's always gonna happen, man. You might as well let it happen for you. Mm-hmm. So that's the big thing I say to people. It's like life doesn't have the issue you do. So don't take mm-hmm. don't take your issues out on other people. Yeah, and then we're also quick to to judge and kind of you know look at somebody and go oh, look at them and this and that. But, th- but, but this is the know, we all have our own little. This is the stoic thing. This is the stoic way of looking at things, man. Mm-hmm. Before you go and judge another man, ask yourself that same question. Am I perfect in that way? Because mm-hmm. then you become your your own student and your own master at the same time. So it becomes a real head fuck. Mm-hmm. Only if you want to get into that. Like, I like that. I like to play on play. Yeah, and no, I love it too. Yeah, no, I think it's, it's, I'm glad that you brought it up. Like, but when we say, you say you're here and you're a sports therapist and you know, you're working, doing classes, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, you're working with all sorts of levels here from the owner, Paddy Hill. Literally four to six, you can barely walk all the way up to adults. Up yeah, to the yeah. Head you've got the foundation class. But when we say here, for people that are listening that don't know where here is, we're in SBG, Dublin 24. So yeah. there's two SBGs. Am I right so, there's, saying that? so there's a few SBGs. So you have SBG HQ, which is on the, the Bluebell Road on yeah. the Lewis track. Mm-hmm. So that's that's John Cavanagh's one. Then you have SBG Charlestown. Is Charlestown. The is, that's on Roddy's. Yeah. And then uh, SBG Swords. That's after change, and that's Team KF. That's uh, Chris Fields and uh, okay. Tom King. Yeah. So they're now their own affiliate. Um, then you have all the guys outside of Dublin, so you have the likes of SBG Nice, SBG right, okay. Colomore. Yeah, the, is the, the Nice one, is that Andre's? Uh, that's um, Sergei oh, and that's Sergei's, Kiefer, yeah, yeah, Sergei, Sergei Pekulski, yeah, yeah. So all the, like, it's a really tight knit, but it's also for us here, we're the only one in Tala now. So SBG Tala, I don't know what they're doing, I'm I, I, I never really involved with them. And anyways, I've only okay. ever been involved with HQ. They're up on the Belgard Road. They're the ones up on the Belgard, but we're here in Soycast Industrial Estate around the corner from uh, Power City, just yep. off the Ayrton Road. Mm-hmm. We've been here two years now this summer. We're pretty successful. I'd consider us pretty successful. So would I, so would I. I mean, you're, the catchment there, you're Dublin 24. I mean, you're the go-to, in my opinion, especially with Paddy and what he's achieved in the UFC and yeah, even fun. what he's achieved now with the news over the weekend no, being, being elected that, as yeah. councillor in no, his area. From, yeah. That's that's a story in itself. Like You could write a book on that, like from council house all the way up to councillor. And, and, and the funny thing is, he is writing a book, man. Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear that. No, I, I didn't know that. I'm glad to hear that. But what I mean is like he, he made a great statement there the other day. I was listening to it on the radio and it was so honest and it was so kind of it was just raw it was off the bat and he said in MMA you get into the octagon and you know what's coming at you and you know what the other person is intending to do to you and they want to win the fight and you're going to kill each other in politics they come at you smiling you know these people are coming at you and they've got a smile on their face and they're shaking your hand you know (laughs) but what they intend to do you don't know and he said he's learning that now and I think that's amazing like a man his age now um, on one venture to another out there conquering the UFC yeah, conquering his own gym so kind of what's happened there with your, with your injury you're out kind of a while now aren't you with yeah your, so with uh, the last um, six months well now six months it's kind of been at me but like just it just really started to deteriorate mm-hmm. so last year I kind of went at it and I was like yeah went that jiu-jitsu really competitively so I, I was competing in Naga it was the first time ever that I went abroad mm-hmm. to just test myself and as you said we were talking earlier about like you think like when you go outside of Ireland the standards is much better it mm-hmm. wasn't really I just I came up short whatever happened neither here nor there so I went back and worked on myself so then 
six weeks later was the Irish Open. So the Irish Open is basically the biggest thing in Ireland and at a competing level. Yeah, a competitive level. So it's like if you medal at that, like yeah, pretty legit. So mm. I went in with the mentality of I, I just want to win two matches. That's all, two matches. I won one match previous in first time at Blue Belt. So I was like, I want to win two matches. That's if I it. walk away, we're here with two wins. I'm happy. Yeah, walk away two wins. So then got me two wins. Then got into the third place playoff and as soon as somebody said to me you want a medal I was like no way it's all I've ever wanted the medal at the Irish Open I was com- I was comfortable I, I accepted happy. where I, I was accepted where I, I was walk away then. now and I'm, I'm happy but that's the thing I, I didn't go in with that fire then in my next match and then I let I was stupid I was stupid you stuff. got satisfied you got yeah, comfortable. Yeah. comfortable yeah I got too content with what was happening yeah which accepted. you should have probably kept driving and forgot about that yeah. but look that's just natural that's all part of kind of just learning and there's, there's a probably a natural overwhelming feeling of winning the medal to be like, wow, this is great. Now, I come in wanting to win two matches, now I've yeah. got a medal. Now I'm toward in Ireland. But then that took you out yeah. of your, your reality of, well, hang on, I still have another match to go. So your kind yeah. of, your initial goal was, was meh and more. So yeah, then yeah. there wasn't this kind of like, you know, what, what can this uh, get me? Where, where, where much further can I go from it? But like, just kind of, that set you back now. You're kind of, so what then, exactly yeah. is the injury? What, so now we've, uh, we've two uh, meniscus tears on either knee. So basically your meniscus is your uh, cartilage in your knee. Mm-hmm. So any time that your, your knee flexes or extends, your cartilage stops your tib and your femur from rubbing off each other. So that's where it's a shock, shock absorber. So with jiu-jitsu, it's a, lot of, uh, it's a lot of movement around the hips, knees and ankles and for me, I'm a guard player, so we like to play on my back. And I'm very active. But I watched your videos on Instagram very recently. <laughs> I was watching one where you were doing um, a certain move. I can't remember what it was called. Spaghetti legs. Jesus. Oh, whatever. Man. But this move you're doing in the video, I was looking at you and I was like, Jesus. Was I like to be on the other down. end of that. Yeah, I think you sweeped him or something. You ended up on top of him at the end of it. Mm. But um, it's on your Instagram, but it was really good. I was looking at it going, I wouldn't like to be on the, the receiving end. <laughs> so, like, no, there's a lot of, it's very strategic to yeah, yeah. It's like almost like a game of chess. You're thinking of your four moves ahead. You know that this guy could do this on me, yes. so I'm going to do this move to prevent that. Um, it's the same as boxing. Someone might have, like, a three-punch combo that they're comfortable mm-hmm. with, and they might drop the shoulder. But whereas I might be comfortable playing guard, mm-hmm. or like all my different mm-hmm. outlets or different tactics, and yeah, it's very yeah. strategic. Yeah. So obviously your injury then, and your job being, you know, having a very senior role um, with head of sports therapy, you know, you're working with people to help them on their mm-hmm. journey of recovery, and then you've got your own kind of setbacks, yeah. and that it's, it must be very difficult mentally also. Like it must be very hard. And that's kind of why I wanted to touch on it to see if you could give anybody, you know, tuning in yeah, uh, some advice on like what, what to do or, you know, if they've had that knock, whether it be football, whether it be ga, whether it be boxing or MMA yeah. or anything, even if they're just out running and just they've had an injury. Like, freak, freakishly enough, like um, this is how life happens. Like on Friday, uh, so I have two best mates, uh, uh, Gavin Halpin and uh, Sean Galligan. So we meet up on a Friday and we go out and do our thing. We usually go out cycling, but because um, my knees are bollocks, we can't. So usually the lads meet up together and then they meet me in my gaff. So my mate Gally was cycling down coming road at Texco. You know, where's that little cul-de-sac. Yeah. yeah. He got, some car got flagged out. The Ivy Gardens there, isn't it? Yeah, 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 just before there. Some car got flagged out. Boom, straight into him. Smacked straight onto the windscreen. Double fracture of the ankle. Wow. Dislocation. So Gally's now sitting in hospital at the moment, never knowing if he could walk again. Never mind get on the bike. <laughs> never mind get on the bike. Like, and now yeah. it's, it's a kind of, it's a case of, Jesus man, this situation you could never plan for. You could never plan for it. But life happens 
in mysterious ways and very very strange ways but you have to be prepared as a person just just in the mindset man just weren't you saying you, we were talking about just before the podcast about um the power now the book like mm. you were just mentioning like you know how relevant it is and how important it is like living in the moment and just kind of you know, like you said, you, you did say to me, like, you know, I could drive over here now th- this yeah, afternoon. Just, just like my you man. don't know what's going to happen. You don't know where you're going to be tomorrow. You know, just live in the moment. Just accept it. Be happy and and just be there for people as yeah. well. Because I suppose, like, when we talk about the mental thing as well, like, if you're rolling around the mass six days a week with people, you just genuinely enjoy uh, enjoy that company. And then you come with this serious injury where you're, you know, you're told to take your foot off the pedal and you have just to relax mm. here a little bit. That can be a serious knock mentally. That can really kind of set you back to be yeah. like you know something i love doing with people i love being around has been taken away from me and some people could just end up going home and just locking themselves in their yeah. bedroom and just not wanting to move and you kind of got over that in a sense and got on with your own role in here you're part of a very senior team you're part of a very important team and your role obviously is is very crucial so you've just kind of got on with it. i seen you here this morning you're, you're in the middle of instructing a class yeah. with two guys up on the in the 12 o'clock class um and that's for anybody that, that's listening that you know is afraid to make that that transition into a sport whether it be mma or jiu-jitsu or boxing or whatever sam will, will give you all the advice just come up have a, a chat with him i mean he's told me before that your first class is free, free yeah just come on up and um, throw yourself in the deep end you've nothing to lose if you don't like it just walk away and then go back <laughs> to whatever else you're doing before yeah. if, you, if you've no interest in it but at least give it a shot give it a try um you're up in spg dublin 24 yep. which is just off the green hills road um so as if you're coming towards the square in Tala, it's the left turn just before a power city there, am I right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then yeah, the Costa on the right and the Ayrton Road, just take the Yeah, so it's very there. easily accessed, it's Jeez, just off the walk and sound round about two, two minutes, minutes off it. Like, come on, it's, it's, yeah. same, it's the same, Crazy as, Paddy, as Paddy says, it costs the same as a chicken fillet roll a day. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? You can't when you break it down, when you break it down. argue with that, man. Yeah, but the chicken fillet roll won't make you feel as good as a jiu-jitsu class. Well, some won't people make argue with that as well, man, do you know? And it's, that's where you go to your comfort zone, Yeah, yeah. But um, no, I have to say, it's amazing what you're doing here and stuff. And just to kind of touch on, just, you know, not that you might know an awful lot about it, but in terms of recovery, what would you kind of recommend? Do you have any thoughts on like CBD oil or anything like that? Or? Um, well, no, not, not to be honest with you. Like, I think um, in Ireland, it's starting to expand and grow. But like, I think Ireland is like the flagship for anything. It's like, oh, let's yeah. test it out Entry in level, just throw it out, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like, ah, oh, they're all gob choice there. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Which we are, we're all just buying into it. Oh, stop, yeah. But uh, no, I was thinking myself, like, could be wrong, but when Conor McGregor fought Nate Diaz, and after that fight, when Nate Diaz came out to the press conference, the mm. post-fight, with the vape pen, with the CBD oil, and everyone was looking going, you know, how, what's, he, what's he smoking there? And then obviously he said then it was the CBD oil yeah. brand he was sponsored by. But, like, you're looking at it and you're kind of thinking, like, it's just being pumped out like any 100%. other kind of brand or, or business just for in my opinion it seems like a bit of a trend now a bit of a craze where we don't know if it actually does what help. it says in the thing like. yeah we don't it might it might or it might not like can you just explain what basically what thc and cbd is well so the cbd is just that's for the recovery basis um so anybody that like has sore muscles or maybe they're mentally fatigued they go home put the drops in or even get the CBD balm. You can get the balm. I've heard really good reviews on like that. Like the tiger balm or something it's like, like that. It's like the tiger balm. Rub it into the skin. It's the same as that. So um, I've heard really good uh, feedback on that. 
Um, for the vape, it's the same. It's just literally getting the vape and just put the droplets in. Mm -hmm. Same thing. But um, for the THC part, that's the psychoactive. That's that's where people get the head high. That's where they get the body high. So that's, that's the part of the plant. That's the female plant. Is it? That's the part. Yes. Yeah, so that's where you can get your indicator your sativa. So that's yeah. where they branch off into their, their different. And that's where we don't know. We were discussing that off camera. That you know these companies that are coming in with this mm. this CBD product and they're pumping it and pumping it and it's doing well. But if the government eventually follows suit like Canada and America and many other places around the world and, and legalizes cannabis, they'll probably end up then venturing yeah, into that. Straight into it. So you know, because hey, they'll look. already be established and they'll already be so known look, as a got, brand. If you go down in, where is it, Cable Street? What's the, uh, DOT, what's that street? Yeah, the hemp store there yeah, on the right hand see side. That. I Man, seen that. Dutch. I thought that was a joke. No, he's Dutch. So it's 100%, I'd say, like, it's a. It's on the rise, yeah. Um, but no, that's just the thing, back to jiu-jitsu and, you know, it's very popular now at the moment that people yep. are utilizing CBD as opposed to a protein shake. Because obviously, like, when we think of protein, how big that is now yep. at the moment, people are, are raving on about, oh, but look, it has 20 grams of protein in it and these full-fill bars are really popular and, and, yeah, they are great and stuff. But, you know, when you see an ad that has on the TV, a Mars bar or a Snickers is 20% protein or 20 grams of protein, doesn't mean it's good that before a workout or after workout, I'll just have 20 grams yeah, of protein. So next, so next I'm going to be bringing out McFlurries with protein. <laughs> yeah. And, then it's just and like, people will be buying into healthy. it. Yeah, it's you healthy, know, man. because people are associating protein with healthy. Now, obviously, protein has its benefits with recovery for muscle and everything like that. But then again, like too much of it is, is not good either, yeah. you know? It's like people thinking fat is bad for you. Mm. It's, like it's crazy. It's actually the total opposite. What? Yeah. It's like it, there's fats. saturated fats and unsaturated. unsaturated. There's polysaturated. There's bad fats and good fats. Like you can get your cod liver oil. Mm. You can get your um, salmon and avocado. Uh, you could have coconut oil. Yeah, nuts. You know, your nuts. And then you could have the bad fats then. Like, you know, your muffins, your cookies, yeah, your crisps, your bars of chocolate. Everyone's there with that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but that's what I mean. Like in moderation, a bit of everything. Like, but um, no, I just thought, I just thought I'd ask you about that with, with terms of recovery, like because it's obviously very different and everybody's different. And mm. what CBD might do for one person might have the total opposite effect on another person and stuff like that. But that's the thing, we don't know because are we, what, are we going to take the, the word of somebody off Instagram where it's mm -hmm. like, you see the looks of Anthony mm -hmm. Joshua, it's like, with a, with a pen just puffing it and then it's like, I'm not even, like, I don't mm -hmm. even do that. It's like, how The same way when every morning a package arrives to their door with a brand new item yeah, of clothing man. or a watch or whether it be, uh, you know, some sort of skincare mm. uh, products and then they turn to their Instagram and then they're like advertising, hi guys, I just got this in the door. Um, it's amazing. I, I really, look after me I really love this brand. I love what it's been doing for me. But the second they're done video on it, I'm sure there's products that they get and they're like, this is actually brilliant. But I'd say 90% of them just gets pushed to the side and it's just waste. Yeah, and 100%, it's like, but why would they reveal what they use to people? Yeah, true. But um, no, I'm glad you talked about that. I'm glad you touched on that too. And, and I have a book I want to give to you. Um, oh, nice one. It's a book I had at home by Alex Boisi. Uh, it's Elephants on Acid for anybody that's, that's <laughs> looking at it. It's um, the most outrageous experiments that were ever done in, in history. Um, I'll let you have a look at it yourself. Like, there's some really, really good ones there, but you hang on to that, Ooh, man. That's yours, Ari. Cheers. No problem at all, bro. And uh, thanks so much for taking time. Oh, no worries, man. Very Any, busy schedule to get back to class and stuff like that. But for anybody looking um, to join up for jiu-jitsu or anything that that involves kind of uh, the MMA side of things that you're kind of unsure about or you have some questions, I'd suggest to get on to Sam. I'm gonna just um, put his Instagram handle up there attached now. Uh, also with the SBG Dublin 24 page and uh, a massive congratulations to Sam for how well he's done. I have to say you've been doing amazing things. You're, you're really doing well. And to Paddy Hoolan also um, and this whole gym. Lads, I'd recommend get up, try the force free class. If you don't like it, then 
get, just, just leave it at that but um, at least give it a shot and, and see how you get on so Sam thank you so much for that no Thank you.